two years of that entrepreneur show. I want to thank everyone who has been involved in completing all of these episodes. I'm extremely humbled to interview so many inspiring entrepreneurs. And starting with this episode, I will be releasing more solo content. Sometimes when you get wrapped up in the middle of things, you lose focus on growing in new areas. You get caught up in stagnant. And now I'm trying to keep it all fresh. Thank you for tuning in to another show. Here are some stats from year two. During year two, I released 66 episodes from entrepreneurs in 20 different states and 12 countries, Australia, Canada, Denmark, France, India, Malaysia, Morocco, Portugal, Belgium, the UK, Ukraine, and the United States. But for today, we are in Tampa. So welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. My name is Vincent A. Lancey, and our host for today is going to be my friend, Dr. Carlos Garcia. It's going to be a sneak peek. He's going to tell you about what that is for. He is a part of Tampa Counseling and Wellness. You're going to hear his journey in a few episodes. But for today, I'm going to give back to the audience and share my answers to the questions that we've gone through over the course of two years. So let me introduce Carlos Garcia. Carlos, thank you for interviewing me today. Hey, thanks for having me, Vince. Glad, glad to be here. I look forward to our chat today, and I want to give you the opportunity to say hello to our audience and let them know who you are before we dive in. Definitely. My name is Dr. Carlos Garcia. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist, Marine Corps veteran, former fireman, and uh, yeah, I am the owner of Tampa Counseling and Wellness, where we're doing some really great things to help people with their mental health here in the Tampa Bay area. Yes, you are, and you're right here, right near me, actually, where I live right near the University of Tampa. He's involved with some of the chambers here. He's involved in the communities. He's doing great work, but I'm ready when you are, Carlos. Wonderful, wonderful. So welcome back to the Entrepreneur Show. I am your host today, Dr. Carlos Garcia. Uh, for those of you new to the show, each week since December of 2019, the founder of a company or brand has shared what has worked for them what they needed to improve on, and all of the learning lessons they've had along the way. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you the most. There are also bonus episodes for you to enjoy as well, including the Rewind the Clock and Gasparilla Overload series. Sneak peek, I will be the final episode of this year's Gasparilla Overload on the Gasparilla Day in January. So let's jump right into this, Vince. These are the questions that you uh, hit so many entrepreneurs. Now you're on the hot seat, my friend. So they're coming at you. Uh, There's so many reasons and situations that lead to individuals becoming entrepreneurs. Please describe for us what led you to start your own entrepreneurial journey. Tell us your story. I think it had to start with the accident when this all came out of nowhere. I had to pivot in life. At that point, I was interviewing for a company called West Marine for a market analyst position out in California, I believe. I was interviewing a lot of places just to get interview practice. I was in finance my whole undergraduate career. I would intern for Merrill Lynch, PricewaterhouseCoopers I was at after that in a full-time capacity. But later on, once I got that last corporate role, I had this experience with a gentleman who was getting ready for retirement, very established at the company. He said, Vince, I have this much of this stock. I have this many cars, this, that. But my only memories from the last 30 years is right here. 
And he pointed to that. And that really stuck with me to maybe this should be a time, a sign where I stop having one foot out the door with my entrepreneurial endeavors and I go all in. I was doing real estate, financial advising, trying to juggle to make ends meet, but I wasn't really all in. Eventually, when my grandma's dementia was getting a little worse, I decided to go home for about eight months. And that's where I dove all in and tried to fix Left for Dead. My first book, everybody who supports me, I hope has a chance to read that because that's really who I am, what I went through in the hospital and some learning lessons involved there. But to write that book full time, I had to leave a steady job paying more money than I ever had in a position and the salary I thought I wanted. But I learned that the money just like that wasn't really worth it if I wasn't happy. So I had to grind a bit. I was teaching English to kids in Beijing, 4 a.m. to 10 a.m., half hour classes. You have to do them back to back because you only make $10 per class if you hit your quota and you have to hit that quota. It's not really worth it. After that, I would do helper work for a carpenter of some sort, nothing too strenuous because of my injuries. Mm. And then I would be a busboy or an expo at local Whale's Tail there in Fort Salonga. Shout out to Sash, who's been on the show a few times. I had to grind it out because there's still bills to pay, even though there wasn't necessarily a rent. There's still overhead. They're still paying for the book to get completed. And that's where I got to link up with Ray Rowell, one of my friends, Dan and Chris growing up. His dad's an editor. Uh, went to Yale and he edited this book with me. We had a great experience. Um, but now here we are doing a lot of mental health work with you. Yeah, that's awesome, man. What a beautiful journey you've been on. I love the struggles. I love all the ups and downs, which, right, when we learn about entrepreneurs, that's that's the part of the life, right? It's just like all of that unique background puts us in a position to to, to be able to overcome. Great, great journey. I love it. Yeah, learning lessons from everything you do. You take a little bit and you apply it to what you're working towards now. Beautiful, beautiful. So my next question for you, Vince, what are two of the most difficult parts you think about being an entrepreneur? Well, for me, prioritizing tasks has to be number one. Um, something always comes up in entrepreneurship. You never know how to prioritize it because that's urgent as well. There are things I've, that have taken the back seat, such as social media for me, and there's pros and cons to that. Right now, as I look for more representation, it's all followers, followers, followers. Even though if you look at people with a lot of followers and their, their likes, it's a lot of robots. People are buying followers for these reasons of getting more recognition, getting noticed. So I'm trying to find ways to hold myself more accountable with that. But I feel that having a presence there is better than nothing at all. And that when I go to speak at schools or businesses, they see my presence and they maybe won't hire me or not hire me based on my posting every day. As a solopreneur, so I try to think of it like that. And my second one would really be how to detect the BS detector with people. Mm -hmm. I will shout out you. You are one of the few people in my going on eight years of entrepreneurship who does what he says. You don't sugarcoat anything. And wasting time is my biggest F you in a way when you just drag me on. And I know firsthand how short life is and there's no need to waste it. Be upfront. Throughout the pandemic, I had countless emails just get stopped and ghosted people working on projects with me. And then when they got busy, instead of telling me, Hey, I'm busy, just not answer for weeks. And I'm just wasting more time. I just really try to zone in on people who are decision makers who do want to make a difference and go from there. Like yourself. Yeah. 
We'll yeah. talk about that later in the episode, some stuff we have planned next year. It's, it's exciting. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's awesome, man. Really. I mean, the thing that's coming through in your responses there is, is right. Like, like how, how much you carry as a value being authentic and being sincere, right? I'm not going to pay for followers. Like this is my message. This is where I'm coming from. This is where I want to lead from. I love that. The authentic following I think is best because as this grows, I obviously want everything to happen right now, like we all do, but I just turned 30 and now we have these four books complete. The four shows are doing pretty well now. So the brand is building. And I think once these COVID stipulations pass, all these COVID restrictions besides Florida, we'll be able to do some great things on a larger scale. We'll shout out Trent Clark, who I believe I introduced you to as well. We have aspirations to do a great event together, but we need the whole country to be able to attend as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I love that, man. I love that. Um, answer me this. I'm curious about this from your experiences, Vince, as an entrepreneur, um, what are some of your greatest failures, right? Cause, cause we think about entrepreneurship sometimes and we think like, Oh yeah, you know, this is what I'm going to do. What a great way to go out there and succeed. But there's a lot of bumps in the road. Tell me about some of your greatest failures, lessons learned and what, what have they taught you? There's a few. I think one definitely is that story I shared at my last moment in corporate. I tried to hang on to that dream of finance. I have this job, I have this title, but then eventually I realized who was I doing this all for? Cause once I got, more money than I have had at any other position. And I was, I should have been happy. I just wasn't, I was commuting two hours away. I was in that corporate environment and anyone who's listening on who has been in corporate, there's that inside those walls environment where nothing else is mattering outside. And the way people treat others is not very fairly. I could say I didn't enjoy that. And then the other one would be once you get a big check, like I started getting some bigger checks, which I'm very grateful for. Don't let your foot off the gas. And not that I gave up or stopped working. It was I should have been more proactive in getting the next check right away, other than focusing just on growing the podcast, all these things, which are great and the shows. But I was doing some pro bono speaking. I was doing more things that weren't lining up the next one. And in a pandemic, when there's a lot of instability, I could have been a little more proactive for that. I was still networking. There could have been a lot of revenue generated, but I wasn't in that zone. I was in different modes trying to get the books completed, trying to get the podcast completed to build that residual income down the road. I love that. And I think that speaks probably to a lot of your listeners and a lot of us who have gone down the road of chasing the money, right? At some job that maybe, you know, wasn't the right fit for us, but we knew it was, it was a big paycheck, right? And so, I mean, I've been there. I know what it's like to chase the money, go work somewhere where you're unhappy and it's just, it becomes a grind versus, you know what? I'd rather not take a paycheck or less of a paycheck to do the thing that I love, right? I, I It was tough at first and especially... Now, when so many friends are already where I technically would have been if I stayed in that lucrative position, buying a home right now, all of these things. But to be honest, what do you define success? That's everybody's different answer. To me, I'm being able to do things I want when I want, spend time with the people I'd like to when I can. And right now, although I may not have the home purchased, I've been living that lifestyle. It's not entrepreneurship has a fake glamour to it. You know, my schedule is a minimum of 12 hours every day. A lot of the times for no money because I'm building things, but I'm happy. I'm able to travel to see my family what I like. I'm able to record podcasts when I like, and I know it's all part of the journey. And I have to, unfortunately, lay this foundation of building everything from the ground to build this company up where eventually I won't be hosting the podcast and I will have 
things more with documentaries and things we're working on behind the scenes. We're right now just still building the brand, building it organically. I think that's important. I'm trying to surround myself with more books, more self-help books, more marketing books to tweak little things along the way. But staying focused, I know, is important. And these podcasts help me do that because 167 episodes now, I've learned something from every single person. And by something, I mean usually two or three or four or five. Yeah, yeah. I love that, man. I, I love that idea, too, of defining your success and right and just doing what feels right and feels authentic. Um, that leads me to my next question, Vince. Um, so many great entrepreneurial minds, both in the present and in the past. If you could choose to have a conversation and learn a little bit about any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who would that person be? Hey, when I was giving you the talking points, I thought to myself, how many times I've asked this question and I still <laughs> didn't have a surefire one, but when I had to reflect on it, I think it would be Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Look nice. at the path where he came, when I was a kid, really into WWF, WCW, all that, and he was The Rock. You smell what The Rock is cooking. And to see where he took opportunity from opportunity and grew from each one to where now he's been the highest gro grossing movie star on the planet. I'm a big Hurricanes football fan. He was a Hurricane. There's these stories with his love for his mother where she was going across the highway and he dove and saved her at such a young age. Everything he stands for, I think he's a role model for a lot of children. He's got his eyes on a lot of things. I recently saw a video. He gave his truck to somebody, his personal truck to somebody who needed it. I believe it was in Texas where he is. Um, he stands for all the right things. Yeah, I love that, man. That's a beautiful one. That would be a great person to speak to. Uh, so finally, I'm going to leave you with this question here, and I'm sure all of your listeners really want to know more about this, Vince. What's next for all of your entrepreneurial endeavors? There's a lot of stuff in the mix. As I mentioned, the BS detector, unfortunately, even with meetings, now it's the holidays. There's a lot going on. A lot of things are stalled. I've been getting in front of decision makers, which is my goal, nonprofit founders, superintendents, principals. I took a recent gamble with a principal in Delaware who's very, very accomplished. I saw a mental health article pop up somewhere. We've had a bunch of Zooms. Now we're narrowing down a date for January, which is going to be really cool because that means restrictions are collapsing a little bit. As far as something else, Carlos and I are working on something behind the scenes. Stay tuned for that, a big mental health project. Andrew Lipoff, the first episode ever on this platform. He's going to have his rewind the clock coming up, but he sold his company, Get Gas, the gasoline company on wheels. And now something we're working on is putting together a product. Everything I have is service-based, the books, the podcast, the coaching. This is something I'm really enthusiastic about because it's something I haven't done yet. It's something that I don't have to work after it's done to produce. The podcasts are always going. The books are always growing. I am that brand, but the toy, the product is a sneak peek, um, is going to be a really, really nice thing for all mental health advocate parents. I love it. I love it. Lots of great stuff coming. Ben, it's time for the last word. My last word is going to go back to never giving up. But my quote on that is going to be from my baseball coach growing up, Coach Tom. It only takes one. In that case, it applied to a bunt, a single, it takes one hit, one bunt, one single, oh, excuse me, just something to get on base. I'm getting excited. Just find a way to get on base and the game can change. In business, it could take one email, one phone call, one connection, one networking event to change your life. And I believe that in the few short years of this podcast, the two years, 
we're talking just this season, how many countries we were in 12. And I think total, it's about 20. I have the goal of getting all 50 states involved, interviewing an entrepreneur in all 50 states, something I'm not rushing because I really do enjoy this process of learning from someone every single time. Um, but I just want to encourage you all to never give up because there will be a lot of doubt if you're doing something unorthodox, it's not going to be generally accepted. But as you start to make progress, the support becomes a little more publicized, I guess you could say. But surround yourself with people who support you before that happens. Like today's guest, Carlos, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to interview to me today on this show. You've always been supportive of me since the day we connected. Stay tuned for his episode on the Gasparilla Overload, our second series dedicated to Florida entrepreneurs that will be released during Gasparilla Week. I'd like to now ask you, Carlos, where can everybody find you, your website, your practice? Absolutely. So you can find my practice, Tampa Counseling and Wellness. Um, so tampacounselingandwellness.com, same name on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can find me particularly, um, which is the Life Doc, Life underscore Doc on Instagram and Facebook as well. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone, be sure to at least reach out to Carlos. He is someone that is a great person to connect with. He does his mastermind series. He has his counseling practice. There's a lot of value in Carlos's world. Be sure to check us out too. We are at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. But on Twitter, because of the character limit, we are at Podcast by Lancey, where you can get updates from all of the shows. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for YouTube, social media, and the website is VincentALancey.com. And my quote to end the show this week is the quote I just shared before. It only takes one. So even if you're having a down few weeks, months, days, what have you in entrepreneurship, that's just the way it goes. Every no you take is just another conversation closer to that. Yes, I truly believe that because of the doors that have opened up with me through cold emailing, cold messaging, cold calling. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you tomorrow on another episode because it is Friday with Tim Fitzpatrick. Thank you, Carlos, once again. Thank you, my friend. Chat soon.